Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God on a Sunday morning. Praise God. Amen. Good to be here. Amen. Amen. Good to be in the land of the living again. Praise God on uh, this first Sunday in June, right? Yep. Um, it's hard to keep track of the days these days. Um, a lot of stuff going on, and yet we are kind of still on lockdown or whatever. Various people, depending on where you are, you know, you may have a little bit more in the way of um, uh, restrictions being lifted and things of that sort. But for for many of us, um, we're still in a state of of some sort of lockdown, mm -hmm. and so the days aren't quite the same as they typically are for okay. us. And so mm -hmm. we're still in this state, no matter what, no matter where you are, that things are different. Yes. And they're mm -hmm. not the same. And sometimes it's hard to keep track of the days that we have in the months. Um, but time keeps going on, no matter what it is that we're going through. Yes. And time is continuing to move, and we're continuing to move not with time, but we're continuing to move with God. Um, praise God on this morning. Amen. Um, beautiful mornings now as the summer is starting to come in and my wife and I go out for walks in the morning. Um, starting to feel like an Israelite wandering around the wilderness. I've walked so much with my wife. <laughs> that woman got me walking. I even now carry it a stick she calls it my Moses is my Moses stick amen it's the rod of God and I and I walk with it as we walk around the neighborhood but um, but it's good to get out and to to um, you know to exercise especially because there's not many places we can go right now right. and so you know get out as much as you can take advantage of the weather if you can uh, even if it means just opening up your window and getting some fresh air um, but certainly um, do that, amen. Um, so we praise God uh, as we continue to move forward, amen. And uh, I, I believe God has something for us on this morning that, well, first of all, let me back up. I know God has something for us on this morning, amen. praise God. And something that, that speaks to us where we are right now. I'm going to ask you to turn with me to the book of Judges chapter 6. We're going to go there. We're going to look at our friend Gideon in the book of Judges, chapter 6. Um, praise God for this day. Amen. Amen. Um, there's so many things going on, right? Um, we, we talked about the, the pandemic. Um, we obviously know that not only here in this country, but in other countries, uh, even as we speak, there are protests going on concerning uh, racial inequality and, and police brutality and economic inequality and oppression and all those things mm -hmm. that in this country need to change. Um, and these are issues of humanity. These aren't issues of race. This is about how do we interact with one another, how do we treat one another as fellow human beings. And it's resonating all across this globe because we may have a lot of differences, but we're all human beings. Yes. And so there's a lot going on now, um, you know, and 
I believe that a lot of people who are searching for what it is that they should be doing at this hour. Yes, yes. Um, because as we begin to ease out of the pandemic, people are returning to something that looks entirely different than what they left. Yes. And so what do you do? Your job might not be there. So what do you do? You know, um, your internship, your school, um, your favorite store yes. might not be there. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Um, your friends that you had, uh, some of them may have passed on. Some of them may be sick. What do you do? Right? As we come out of this, right, there are things that we're, that we're going to enter into that look so much different than what we left some three months ago. Yes. And you add on top of that what we just talked about in terms of the protests and everything. And there are people who are... <clears throat> their hearts are, are sad. Their hearts are um, heavy. Mm -hmm. um, they're, you know, they're very concerned about what's going on now, but yet they don't know what to do. Yes. And so we're in a place right now where there's a lot of upheaval. There's a lot of change. There are things that are moving in directions that we are not familiar with. And we don't know what to do. Yes. A lot of people are wrestling with that. And I believe God wants to help us with that on this morning. Help us um, get on the path of knowing what it is that we are to do at this hour. Yes. And so we're in Judges chapter 6. Um, I want to start with, um, let's, let's, let's do this to begin. Let's go to verse 15. Verse 15. And let's read verses 15 and 16. It says, and I'm reading from uh, the New Living Translation. But Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least in my entire family. The Lord said to him, I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. Amen. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your name on this morning. And we thank you, God, yes, for Father. the gift thank of you, another day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we ask you now to speak to our hearts, minds, yes, our situations, Father. and our thank circumstances. You. Bless us with your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding. Give us insight and revelation into the will of God for our lives. Father, we believe we receive, oh God, everything you have for us on today. And so we thank you for stirring us up in our most holy faith. Yes, God. And bringing us, oh God, to a place of understanding. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. Father, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you right now for your spirit teaching yes, us and leading you. us into all truth. And Father, we thank you most of all for the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of our soul. Now, God, have your way with us today, and Father, we bless you, we praise you, and we honor you for what you're going to do. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.
Today we're going to talk about, amen, if you want a title, amen, seize the moment, amen, seize the moment. And, you know, here's the thing, and we have to start here. Uh, right now, as we sort of go through these things that we were just talking about, as we make our way through and out of this pandemic as we deal with the protests in the street and our part in trying to be a part of the change that is necessary in this world. As we think about our lives and try to pick up the pieces and, and you know, do the things that we believe the Lord would have us to do in his, in, 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 in his church, in our communities, in our families, and elsewhere. Many times we want to know, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? In other words, we're looking forward and we want to know what is it, God, that I should do next. I've done these things. I've done this thing. You've brought me from here to there, but now what? And we think about what is it that you want me to do next. And the truth of the matter is, it's not so much about hearing from God what to do next, as much as it is about hearing from God what to do now. Mm. And there's a difference. Because, see, when you're thinking about next, you're thinking about something that hasn't come yet. Right? right. When you think say when you say next week, th th that's the week that hasn't come yet. Next year, that's the year that hasn't come yet. But when you start, when you when when you when we get our minds away from next, and we start thinking about now, then I believe we're in a position to truly hear from God, yes. because even though God calls the end from the beginning, God is the God of now. And, and as he calls us to live by faith, right? The just shall live by faith. As he calls us to that, we need to understand that faith doesn't operate in the future. Amen. Faith operates in the present. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now faith is. Faith is now. Faith is now. We, 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 we're not faithful tomorrow. Amen. We're faithful now. So Amen. we're not faithful for the next. We've got to be faithful for the moment. Mm -hmm. And the moment that we find ourselves right now is the time to be faithful. Yes. Not going forward. We have to seize the moment. And we have to seize that moment by faith. Yes. You know, there was a reason why in the wilderness God sent manna day by day. And, and he didn't send a week's supply. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. The idea was, on this day, I want you to look to me for your provision. And then when this day is over and we get to tomorrow, if you get there, then I want you once again to look to me for your provision. What's that saying? Every day I want you to look to me yes. for your provision. Mm -hmm. And God didn't change. When... When the disciples asked Jesus, teach us, Lord, how to pray. Mm -hmm. 
he said, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, right? Mm -hmm. And part of that prayer was what? Give us this day, this day. Yeah. our daily bread, right? Not daily bread for the week, but give us this day. And then when we find ourselves blessed to be in the land of the living for another day, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. And so it goes. Yeah. It's for this day. Faith has to be in this day, in this moment, now. Now faith is. And so right now, as we go through all these things with the pandemic, with the protest, with where we fit in, how do we pick up the pieces of our lives, it's not about, Lord, what, what do I do next? It's what do I do now? It's not about what's going on in, in the future. It, we, we have to seize the moment. And so we look at our friend Gideon. And we just read uh, Judges chapter 6, verses 15 through 16. I want to go back to the beginning of the chapter because Gideon is an interesting study. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but let's look at the Word of God in, the, in beginning at verse number 1. Because there in Judges chapter 6, verse 1, it says that the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, marauders from Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east would attack Israel, mm -hmm. camping in the land and destroying crops as far away as Gaza. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, goats, cattle, and donkeys. These enemy hordes coming with their livestock and tents were as thick as locusts. They arrived on droves of camels too numerous to count, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. Mm -hmm. So Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. Interesting, you see, because we have to see the backdrop here of how God called Gideon. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, at this point in time, in, in the time of Judges, Israel was going back and forth like a yo-yo, right. right? Up mm -hmm. and down, up and down. They were uh, following God for a time, then it would fall away. Mm -hmm. And then they would get oppressed by enemies. They'd cry out to God. God would send another judge. They'd follow the judge for a time. Life was good. And then they would fall away. Right. And the cycle would continue to repeat. And so that's what was happening here. And now the oppressors were the Midianites. And you see what was happening here. They couldn't even grow crops. Right. The Midianites would come and take everything. They would take the sheep, the goats, the cattle, the donkey. They took everything. And it says here that Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. Mm -hmm. And then it says, then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help, which is an amazing thing. It's almost as if Israel had to hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. They had to get to the point of starvation, not yes. even hunger, starvation. Wow. Mm -hmm. Not even lack, starvation. They had to get to that point before they called out to God. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Verse 7. When they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites. See, God, no matter what, you may wait for a long time. Mm -hmm. Maybe wait for a long time to get your life together. Maybe wait for a long time to obey something God has told you. Maybe wait for a long time because you too have hit rock bottom. But God is merciful, man. Oh, yes. Amen. And so 
right now, I mean, you know, people are finding themselves in all kinds of different situations and circumstances because how this world has turned upside down over the last three, four months. But here's the thing, no matter where you find yourself, no matter how long you've been there, no matter if it's your fault how you got there, you have to remember God's a merciful God. And one of the things, if you're going to seize the moment, you need to, one of the first things you got to do in seizing the moment is call out to the Lord. Mm. Amen. And you need to call out to the Lord now. Yes. Amen. And this is not for someone who's like, you know, uh, you know, on their last leg. This is really for all of us. Mm -hmm. Every one of us needs to be calling out to the Lord in these days because these are some perilous times right yes. now. Yes. And we need to be calling out to the Lord for guidance. We need to be yes. calling out to the Lord yes. for wisdom. We need to be calling out to the Lord for strength. We need to be calling out to the Lord for everything that we need yeah. in order to navigate these perilous times. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but if you hit rock bottom, right? If you hit rock bottom, if you've gotten to that point where other people have turned their backs on you, if you, if you because listen, there's some people right now who are waking up and, and, and find themselves in a totally different world. Oh, yeah. Your support systems are gone, mm -hmm. right? Your, your your job is gone. Your friends are gone. I mean, you may find yourself in a totally different world and you don't know what to do. Right. And you may think that you are at rock bottom. Call out unto the Lord. Amen. Because God is a merciful God. Yes. yes Amen. Yes. You know, David called in Psalm 51. David called out to God and his great mercy. He said he called him. He said, you know, he's a God of mercy. He's a God of compassion. And when Jesus told the story of the prodigal son, how many of you know that the father in that story, I know you know this, is 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 symbolic of the father, mm -hmm. of our heavenly father, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, because the prodigal son went out there and did his thing. He took his blessings, amen, took his inheritance, and he wasted it on riotous living. Mm -hmm. And then he hit rock bottom. And see, when he hit rock bottom, he at least came to himself and he said something. I know what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going back to my father. Yeah. See, that's the thing. When you hit rock bottom, come to yourself and say, I'm going back to my father. You know, yeah, I made some mistakes. I made some bad decisions. I made some bad choices. But I'm going to seize this moment right here, right now. You know what I'm doing? I'm going back to my father. I'm not going to stay out here suffering needlessly when I have a father who owns a cattle on a thousand hills. I'm going back to my yes, father. Yes. Amen. You see, people worrying about what they're going to go back to. You know what I mean? Oh, we need to go back to things being normal. We need to go back to the to to you know having restaurants open. We need to go back. No, you know what the world needs? The world need, we need to go back to our father. Amen. amen. That's where we need to go back to. Amen. We need to go back to our father. Amen. Yeah, because some of us, amen, whether we realize or not, have gone astray. Yes. We 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 we've gotten too far. We've yes. gotten caught up in things of that we're doing. We got caught up in the things that the world is doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and we need to go back to our father. Amen. Yeah. And 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 no matter what we've done, no matter how long you've been out or you strayed or whatever, how many mistakes you've made, just like that the the father in in the parable, amen. He scans the horizon every day. Yep. Waiting to see if you coming home. Yeah. He's not saying, you know what, you've been gone that long, stay out. No, <laughs> he wants you back right. in the house, amen. And he's looking, he scans that horizon every day yeah. to see if this is the day that my son or my daughter is coming back yeah. home. Yeah. And, and, and the minute he sees you over the horizon, 
He doesn't even wait for you to come. Right. He comes running to you mm -hmm. with arms open wide, uh, ready to, to kiss your neck, put a ring on your finger, which is authority, get the best robe and put it on you. Amen. The robe Amen. of righteousness. Mm -hmm. So we need to understand that right now, you know, it, it, we, we need to, 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 to go to God. And, and if you hit rock bottom, especially don't believe, don't believe that somehow it's too late for you. It's not. Amen. God is merciful. Amen. He is full of mercy. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, he, he's a loving God. He's full of love. And so we have to know that. Amen. And, 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 you know, we have to come back to our father. Amen. Amen. And so, and so here, the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help and God in his mercy answered them. And he sends a prophet there and the prophet tells them, he says, listen, in verse number uh, eight, he says, I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live, but you have not listened to me. How many of us can relate to that? Amen. Amen. That God has told us things, but we just haven't listened. Amen. Mm -hmm. Listen, and if someone wants to say, not me, not me, okay, we'll pray for you. Amen. <laughs> amen. Because the truth of the matter is, all of us, amen, yes. have missed the mark. Amen. amen. We all fall short of the glory of God. Amen. Yes, all indeed. have sinned and fall yep. short. And so there are times when God has told each one of us something. Amen. He gave us instructions, but we didn't listen to mm -hmm. him. Amen. We need to admit that because in admitting it, we are allowing the truth to saturate our heart that God's a merciful God, yes. that he's a God of grace, that he's a God of compassion, that he's a God of forgiveness. If we act like we don't do anything, then we, we cheapen the mercy of God. Mm -hmm. Because why does he need to be merciful if I didn't do anything? Right. But when you know you've done some stuff, Glory to God. When you know you've done some stuff and you're still here, and not only are you still here, but God is still blessing you yes. and his favor yes. is still on you, you can't help but say, what a good God I serve. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so part of acknowledging that we do some stuff is 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 helping us acknowledge the grace and the mercy, the compassion, the loving kindness of our God. Yes. Amen. Yes. And so don't, so don't let the devil try to trick you into being in a position of denial, mm -hmm. denying that you ever do anything, denying that you do things wrong. Listen, I make mistakes. Amen. I'm surprised my wife didn't say that. She didn't say nothing then. I'm surprised. I thought she be had the loudest amen. But I said, I make mistakes. And glory to God. Um, maybe she's learned by now. Because you remember when you yes, you got on I me about remember. doing something? And I told you, I said, don't get too mad at me at this one. Because there's plenty more, more where that coming. came from. Yes. Amen. I told her, there's plenty more where that mistake came from. Amen. I'm full of them. Amen. And, and it's not that I do them on purpose, but we got to understand we are frail human beings. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. And so why should you 
and get so mad at somebody else because they make a mistake. There's more. They got more in them. Amen. <laughs> they got more in them. But here's the thing. You got some in you too. Yeah. I got a lot of mistakes in me. But that's the. But see. But I also have the. I also have God working on the inside of me, making me more and more like Jesus. And as long as I keep walking with God. Amen. Those things. I'm gonna I'm gonna become more and more conformed to the image of the Son. Yeah. It's a lifelong process, but in the meanwhile, I'm not gonna be too hard on myself. I'm not gonna be too hard on others. Amen. Why? Because that's how God is with me. Amen. Amen. The God of mercy and compassion. So God told him, He said, Listen, I told you some things to do and you haven't listened to me. And that's something that we can say. <sighs> I hear you, Israelites. I hear you, Gideon. Mm -hmm. I've been there too. Amen. Verse 11. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Joaz of the clan of Abiezer. Of the clan of Abiezer. Gideon, son of Joaz, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said, Mighty hero, well, mighty man of valor, the Lord is with you. Now, Gideon, God bless you. Thank Gideon, you. because things are so oppressive right now, amen, Gideon is is hiding in the wine press, mm -hmm. amen, and he's threshing wheat. Mm -hmm. And the wine press is in the ground, you know, or, or whatever. And usually you thresh wheat on the top of a hill. So you can throw the wheat in the air and the wind will separate the wheat or the shaft from the wheat, mm -hmm. right? Because the shaft is useless and right. it gets blown in the wind. So you throw it up, the wind blows it, and then you have the kernels that hit the ground. So you usually do that on the top of a hill because that's where you can get the wind or the breeze. And But it's so bad. It's so bad in Israel at this time that he's doing it in a wine press. Yeah. He's hiding. Mm. Um, glory to God. How many people can be honest enough to to say that they can relate to Gideon hiding? In other words, how many people have been in hiding? You know what I mean. You you you're hiding. You know you you know some. I think we hide so many things that we don't even know we're hiding. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, we hide our failures. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. we, we, we hide our insecurities. We hide our blemishes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether those blemishes are spiritual, emotional, physical. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. We know we hide our physical blemishes. Amen. That's, not, that's why they got things called makeup. Amen. <laughs> but we hide some stuff. Amen. But, but we hide stuff. You know, we, we, we're... Being transparent is like such a, a a virtue. You know what I mean? We say to people, oh, be transparent. Why? Because most of us spend time hiding. hiding. That's why transparency is held to be such a virtue. Because we know most folk aren't transparent. Right. Most folk are hiding, hiding stuff. We hide behind things. Um, but see, right now, I want you to know something. See, God is calling people out of hiding right now. Amen. Amen. This is not a time to hide. You can't seize the moment that we are in right now in our history and in, in, in our Amen. lives. You you can't seize that moment and hide at the same time. You're gonna to have to come out of hiding. Amen. You can't be in the wine press threshing wheat. 
you know, maybe there was a time for you to be hidden. You know, you know, there are times when God may put you in isolation or whatever, and you're hiding. Amen. Uh, Elijah was able to hide from from Ahab yeah. for mm -hmm. a time. Amen. At the brook Sherith, but then he had to come out and tell him, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm back. You know, and, and and he called them prophets out, and and and, yeah. they, and they had a throwdown on Mount Carmel. Amen. There's a time to be hiding, and glory to God for this. There's even you know when you go back, if you turn with me for a second. Amen. To the book of Exodus, chapter 2. In Exodus, chapter 2, in verse 1, it's talking about the birth of Moses. And, you know, this is at the time when, you know, the, the, uh, the Pharaoh had told the midwives to kill the firstborn, uh, the boys, right, mm -hmm. uh, 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 in, in Israel um, or, or among, the, uh, among the Hebrew people. And the midwives wouldn't do it. And so Moses was born. Um, and if you look in verse um, 1 of Exodus chapter 2, it says, About this time, a man and woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that, she, that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. Mm -hmm. But when she could hide, no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it in the reeds among the bank of the Nile River. The baby sister then stood at the distance watching to see what would happen to him. And we know what happened. Pharaoh's daughter came by, saw Moses, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, in this basket, took him into the house and he was raised mm -hmm. in Pharaoh's house. But, but the thing is, is that there was a time mm -hmm. for hiding him. Right. But a time came when she could no longer hide him. Mm -hmm. And see, that, that's, the, that's kind of what goes on in our life. Yeah, there may be a time where you hide or, or where God hides us. But then there's a time where hiding has to stop. stop. Right. Amen. And, 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 and we are in such a time as this where hiding must stop. People yeah. can't hide anymore. Uh, you know, people can't hide their true sentiments yes, anymore. Amen. Glory to God for this. Amen. Mm. You can't hide your true sentiments anymore. Maybe there was a time for hiding, but the time for hiding is over. Yeah. See, now God is bringing things to the light. God said that there is a time when things are done in secret, but he also said that everything that's done in secret is going to come to the light. What does that mean? That hiding can't go on forever. That, that there are things that are unknown, that are things that are hidden, there are things that people are unaware of, but now's the time of revelation oh, where yes. things are going to be revealed. And it's not just about what's going on in people's hearts, but but also purpose is going to be revealed. Because, mm -hmm. see, there have been some people who have been hiding, amen, and I don't know why you've been hiding or whatever. Maybe you've been hiding because you believe you're not ready. Maybe you're, you're hiding because you lack confidence. Maybe mm -hmm. you're, you've been hiding because you're uncertain. Maybe you're hiding because... Someone is, you're hiding from somebody, amen? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. God is calling people out now yes. because the time for hiding is over. Mm -hmm. We have to step to the forefront, especially as people amen. of God. We're going to have to step to the forefront and be the shining light that this dark world needs. Amen. And so time for hiding, over, amen? It's time to, to, to come out um, of, of hiding so that God can use us in this moment, amen? amen, because right now we, we, we have to take advantage of 
uh, where we are in God and what it is that he wants us to do. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk about that in, in, in a minute, but, but, you know, we got to come out of hiding. Amen. And, and it's not too late. You know, I, I, I got to say that to someone because as we were going back and thinking about hitting rock bottom and stuff, some people may think it's over. I made too many mistakes. That's the wonderful thing about God. Yes. It's never too late. Amen. Amen. Don't care how old you are. Don't care how many mistakes you've made or whatever. It's never too late. And so if that's why you've been in hiding, you need to still come out. Amen. Amen. Gideon was in hiding. But when the Lord, the angel of the Lord came into him, how many of you know, it was time for hiding to end. Moses' mother hid him for three months, but the time came where she could hide him no longer. Amen. The time for hiding has an expiration date on it. Amen. And that date has, has come. Amen. Amen. And now we have to step to the forefront. So the angel comes to him, essentially saying, your hiding days are over. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. Uh, My hiding days are over. Amen. Uh, Your hiding days are over. (laughs) Glory to God. Why? Because the hand of the Lord is with you. Look at this. Sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, Amen. Why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the to the Midianites. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gideon began now saying, well, if the Lord is with us, then how come I got so much trouble? If the mm-hmm. Lord is with us, why are we suffering so much? Mm-hmm. If the Lord is with us, then where are all the miracles? If the Lord is with us, where's all the power? Where's all the demonstration? If the Lord is with us, why am I struggling so much? Right. Come on, somebody. Be honest today. Have you asked those kind of same questions? Amen. Yes. If God is with me, amen, because you read your Bible and you read all these great scriptures. If God be for us, who can be against us? Right? That God always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Greater is he who is in us than he is in than he who is in the world. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. We are more than conquerors. We are the head and not the tail. We are above Amen. only and not beneath. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Right? Mm-hmm. And you feel like a loser. <laughs> True. And yet you have all these scriptures that say you're a winner, you're a conqueror, you're victorious, you're this, you're that. But most of the time you walk around, smile on your face, but feeling like a loser. Yeah. Amen. Have you ever then dealt with that and asked God, God, where's all your miracles? Where's your help? Where's your anointing? Where's your power? Where are my victories? Amen. And if we've ever done that, mm-hmm. we're like Gideon. Yeah. Gideon did that. But here's the thing. Gideon was wrong, and so were we. (laughs) Amen? Because here's the thing. It never, you know, we always say things start with God. Mm -hmm. Things that are good start with God. But failure don't start there. Amen? Amen. So if something's not working, you don't start with God and ask him to explain himself why things aren't working in your life. We need to look within. Amen. Amen? We need to look within. Because, see... The word of God told us, right, as we opened up this chapter, that that God, when he sent the prophet to the Israelites, he said, listen, I told you what to do. I rescued you out of Egypt, right? I drove out your enemies and I gave you their land. I told you you're not supposed to worship uh, other gods. 
but you haven't listened to me. Yes. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. See, we can't acknowledge that sometimes we don't listen to God and then look at our lives and say, we don't have the promises of God Amen. and then look to God and say, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. No, it's what's wrong with us. We have to look on the inside. And if we do, and if we allow the Holy Spirit to search our hearts, we'll find there's something we haven't done. Right. Amen. And again, this is not to condemnation. This is this is really to empowerment. Mm-hmm. Because we can't, listen, we can make all the excuses and offer all the reasons we want to. Right? And we can blame God mm-hmm. all we want. That's not going to get us anywhere. Right. It, we, we need to be accountable. We need to be accountable what we've done and to be able to stand up and say listen if I missed it that's why God says listen right. if you sin right then what should we do mm-hmm. we should come to him right and confess our sins because he's faithful and just to forgive us mm-hmm. and cleanse us of all unrighteousness so we, we we don't have to worry about being chastised or condemned right because that's not how God works right there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so we don't, have to, we don't have to be concerned about that. But we do have to be honest about what it is that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Again, right now, if we talk about, and let's take a time out for a second and just say this. If we're talking about season and moment in this time in the history of our, of, of our lives, because we are living in a time that are going to be written about in the history books. Yeah. Right now, mm-hmm. that's where we're living. We're living in a time that's going to be written about in the history books and people are going to be studying in school and colleges and universities for years to come. That's the time we're living in right now. These are not times for the weak-hearted. These are not times for those who are feeble in the knees. This is not time for excuse makers. Amen. Okay? This is time for people who want to seize the moment, amen, and make a difference in this time Amen. that's going to go down yes, in history exactly. of mankind. Because mm-hmm. that's where we are. And if you think it's just the same old, same old, then you're not ready Amen. to go forward and seize the moment. Okay, so this is what we're talking about. We, not, mm-hmm. we need to understand. This is not a game. Mm-hmm. Right? Where we are right now, it's going to be studied for generations. Right. And we have that we have the ability right now to impact history. Glory yeah. to God. We have that we have that we have right now the ability and the opportunity to impact history. You know, I like watching period films, you know, like movies that talk about different times in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, um when great changes came about, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's like hidden figures or, you know, um, civil, civil rights or, you know, any kind of historical thing. And and those times are always marked by certain men and women yeah. who answered the call. Yeah. yeah. Right? They seized mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. They weren't special, but they weren't cowardly. That was the thing. They stepped forward. Right. And they seized the moment. Mm -hmm. That's where we are now. And that's what God is saying to us. Amen. Because we each have an opportunity to seize the moment. Mm -hmm. But I'm just little old me. Gideon said the same thing. Watch this. The Lord turned to Gideon 
He says that he says uh, the Lord has abandoned us, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Where's all the miracles? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt, but now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites? And the Lord said to him, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. Here come another two. But Lord, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, mm -hmm. and I am the least in my entire family. Now, again, Gideon giving, giving a reason or an excuse, either way you want to look at it, mm -hmm. for why he can't do something. First, he blamed God. Now he's giving excuses and reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my tribe is the least in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. My, my, my family's weak, and I'm the weakest one of the weak. Mm -hmm. And maybe he was. Maybe he was. I'll take Gideon at his word. Mm -hmm. But if you know the story of Gideon, you know God was able to use him to get a mighty victory. Right. So what does that tell you? What does that tell us? Don't matter who we are. You may be the most obscure person in your family. You may be the most obscure person on your block, in your neighborhood. You may have done nothing of note in your life up until now. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. But it doesn't mean that God can't use you now to alter history. Right. And see, someone's saying, well, I don't want to alter history. Well, Gideon didn't want to either. Right. This is not about that. This is about God. Glory to God. See, see, right now, there are voids that need to be filled on the landscape yes. of our lives mm -hmm. all over the place. In our churches, in our politics, in our economy, in our education system, in our law enforcement system, in our government Oh, in our communities all mm -hmm. over, there are mm -hmm. voids that need to be filled with right-minded people, people right. who are led by the Spirit of God, people who are led by the Spirit of truth and of righteousness. There, there are voids that need to be filled. Yes. And how many of you know, God is a gap filler because he said to Ezekiel, right, you know, I was looking for a man, what, mm -hmm. to stand in, in the gap. gap. God's a gap filler, so he wants to fill these voids. Mm -hmm. and, and he's not going to fill them with some special people that walk around somehow floating on air. He's going to fill them with the Gideons of this world. Amen. Right. People who have been hiding. People who have low self-esteem. People who come from the, the from the wrong side of the tracks. People who have been shut down and put down for yes. all their life. Yes. That's who he's looking for. Yes. He's looking for Gideons. Yes. Amen. Amen. To fill these gaps all over the place. Amen. And so... so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Gideon may be like this, and you may be like this, and maybe I'm like this, but God raised up a, a man who was the weakest of the weak and used him to deliver the nation from the Midianites. And God can use you, he can use me, he can use any of us at a time such as this to fill gaps all over the Amen. place. Amen. So that we can be agents of change in this time. Yes. And so the Lord said to Gideon, amen, I'll be with you and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. What is God saying to him? God is saying to him, you're going to have supernatural ability. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because you, when you go and fight, you're going to fight on a whole army and it's going to be like you just fighting one person. <laughs> That's supernatural ability. Yeah. And see, that's the thing that we need to understand. That when we seize the moment, we need to not worry about what it is we can or cannot do. 
right? What Moses said, I can't speak. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? What Gideon said, I'm the weakest of the weak. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. God can use people who are not otherwise seemingly qualified. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about our personal qualifications. It's about being chosen by God for such a time as this. That's what Esther didn't get at first. Amen. That when, when Mordecai told her, listen, you need to go talk to the king. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, because this is crazy decree out there. You know, this, this Haman running around doing some crazy stuff. And I'm just paraphrasing, right? But, you know, you, you need to go talk to the king. Because, you know, as of right now, the Jews are going to be exterminated. And, and Esther was like, well, you know, you, you got to have an appointment to go to the king. And he hasn't called me in 30 days. And you, you know, and he just, she just stop it, sister. He said, listen, listen, yeah. you may not go in there. And, and okay, but if you don't go, God will raise up somebody else. But you need to understand, right. you and your family going to die. Mm -hmm. But then he told her. He said, but at the same time, you need to go in there and say something to the king because perhaps you will call for such a for time, time as this. As this. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there are so many people. We can look around and say, look at this world. It's all crazy. But let me, let me tell you something. You and I were born and are still living right now, not by accident. Amen. God wanted us to be here for such a time as this. And now he's looking for those who are going to be willing to stand in the gap, to fill the gap. He's looking for those who are going to be willing to seize the moment and yes. to be used by yes. him. Right? To alter history. Glory to God. To alter history. Hmm. But we can't be excuse makers. Amen? We can't be excuse makers. We can't be hiders. We can't, you got to come out of hiding. Amen. Amen. And you got to understand that no matter what you've done, no matter how many mistakes you've made, you serve a merciful God. Amen. Amen. That's right. And it's not too late to come home. Amen. To Amen. come back to your father. Verse 17. Gideon replied, you're truly going to help me show me a sign. So he wanted a sign. So the first sign he wanted, he went and he made the angel some, you know, a meal. He cooked a goat and he brought back some bread. He brought back some broth and the angel touched it with his, with his, with his staff. And it caught on fire. Mm -hmm. And Gideon knew I was talking to God. And so in verse 22, when Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he cried out, O sovereign Lord, I'm doomed. I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord replied to him, it is all right. Do not be afraid. You will not die. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord. But that night, verse 25, the Lord said to Gideon, take the second bull from your father's herd the one that is seven years old, pull down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole standing beside it. Then build an altar to the Lord your God here on the hilltop sanctuary, laying the stones carefully. Sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on the altar, using as fuel the wood of the Asherah pole you cut down. And so Gideon did that. But it mm -hmm. says he waited until it was nighttime because he didn't want the townspeople to know. Mm -hmm. And so when they woke up in the morning, they saw that, 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 you know, that the altar to Baal was destroyed and that the Asherah pole was cut down and they saw this altar. They saw the, the remains of the bull burnt on it mm -hmm. and they, they made inquiry, who did this, who did this, right? And they found out it was Gideon and they wanted to kill him. 
But the more important point is this. God wanted to use Gideon. Right. Right. Gideon was hiding. Gideon was making excuses. Right. Mm-hmm. Gideon at first didn't accept uh, personal responsibility. Right. Um, Gideon lacked self-esteem. And God was getting, pushing past all that. Mm-hmm. And now Gideon's ready to be used because now he said, give me a sign. Let me know it's you. And God let him know, this is me. But before God now could put Gideon to use, he had to, Gideon had to do something. He had to get rid of idols in his life. Mm-hmm. Right? He had to get this Baal because this was his father's, right? Right? His father's altar. Mm-hmm. He had to get rid of it because there was there was there was idol worship going on in the land, and it, so God said, "Listen, before I can put you to use and you can make a difference in this earth, you got to get rid of idols in your life." Mm-hmm. Now, right now, people hear that and go, "Yeah, okay," as if it doesn't affect them. No, you need to listen. You need to get rid of idols in your life. See, we say, I don't have no altar to bail. No, you don't have an altar to bail. You don't have an Asherah pole. You don't have this. You don't have that. But the idols of today aren't these things right. many times. The idols of today are, 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 are things that deal with self. What about the idol of materialism? Always wanting more and more. There are people who are so upset because stores are closed. Right? Because you can't buy stuff. Right? We buy, buy, buy. And, and, and if we, you know, we buy the latest thing, we buy stuff we don't even need. We buy stuff that we don't even have places to put it in our house. We got stuff thrown up in closets, thrown up in the garage, thrown up everywhere, litter in the living room. But we just buy, 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 buy stuff. That's an idol. Mm. Materialism is a modern day idol. We buy stuff. Buy clothes, buy the latest this, buy the latest that, buy the latest phone. Man, your phone is fine. Your mm-hmm. phone is fine. But you got to get the latest phone. Materialism, right? That's an idol. And listen, we want to be used by God, but we want to... How many people want to be used by God? Oh, Lord, if you can use anything, mm-hmm. you can use me, right? If you can use anything, right? Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. You don't want your hands and your feet first. Know what he wants first? He wants that stuff <laughs> that, that, that you are accumulating that have become idols in your life. We have to be careful, right? We have to be careful. You know, jobs and careers can be an idol. Anything that we put before God, anything that we allow to take up so much of our time and energy and focus can become an idol. Amen. Anything that takes the place of God. And here's the biggest thing. Most of the things really have to do with ourselves. You know, that we want to feel better. We want to, you know, right? What What is it? Um, I think it's First John 2 and 15, First John 2 and 16, where it says that um, the lust of the eyes, the uh, mm-hmm. lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and... Ah, what is it? It's the third thing. I think it's First John two. Can you get that for me? I think it's First John two and fifteen. First John two and sixteen. I'm asking my wife to help me out. Lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride. Pride of life. Of life. Right. It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. It is not of the Father, but it's of the world. Say it again. 
The lust of the, the lust flesh, of flesh, the lust, lust of the, of the eyes, and the pride of life. Go ahead. It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. Right. See, those things, right? So you think about the lust of the flesh, the things that we just want. Amen? The things we want. Sometimes it's food. Sometimes it's other things, right? The lust of the eyes. We see stuff we want. It got to have it, right? And then the pride. And the pride of life. Pride of life. Getting caught up in our ego and all those things. These are the things that it says is not of the Father, it's of the world. Mm -hmm. And these types of things have, can become idols in life. We got to pull them down. Yes. We got to pull them down. That's why, listen, you know, I love, I, I, I don't love, I, I, I appreciate social media and all that stuff. But man, oh man, we were talking about the other day. There are so many people on social media who all they want to do is say, look at me. Yeah. Look at me. They want to talk about themselves mm -hmm. to the nth degree. That's all they want to do. Yeah. Right? That's an idol, man. We got to pull that down. God mm -hmm. needs to be on the throne. And he needs to be first. Amen? And it's not even a close second. Amen? And God needs to be first. And we need to serve him. And so before he could use Gideon, he told Gideon, you got to get rid of these idols in your right. life. And so we're going to seize the moment. We're going to have to take some personal inventory. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have to get rid of some things that right now are occupying the throne or are competing for the throne. Because either way, it's bad. Amen. Mm -hmm. If it's occupying, it is really bad. But if it's competing, even competing for the throne. Amen. The only one supposed to be on the throne in your heart is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. And if anything else is competing for that, then that thing got to go. Yes. Amen. You got to tear that thing down. And so he told him to tear it down. And then we know how the story of Gideon ends. Gideon had 32,000 men with him. And God says, too many. Mm -hmm. Too many. Because if you go out and get the victory with 32,000 men, you're going to say Israel got you the victory. Right. He said, tell everybody who's scared, go home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only 10,000 was left. 22,000 went home. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I, I say to people all the time. Just because you got people around you don't mean anything. Because a lot of them are fraidy cats. Amen. <laughs> there are a lot of people who are around you who are scared. And mm -hmm. if God said, tell the scaredy cats to go home, they'd be the first ones to go home. Oh, yeah. Amen. But what God is looking for, what he said to, to Joshua, be strong and very courageous. Amen. How many of mm -hmm. you know, to follow God, you got to be strong and very courageous. Yeah. Amen. It takes courage. Amen. That's why I said the righteous are as bold as a lion. And we're the righteousness of God. We're bold as lions. Amen. We're not fraidy cats. Right? But there's some around us who may be fraidy cats. And then he told them about the, the water. He said, take them to the water. Let's see who cups and drinks out of their hands, lap like a dog, and those who put their face in the water. And the ones who put their face in the water, who weren't, you know, still looking around for the enemy... He said, take them jokers home because they're going to get you killed. Amen. Right. And so he sent them home. He left with 300 men. Mm -hmm. And with 300 men, he got the victory. What's the point? You don't need a whole lot of people around you. Right. Amen. And you don't, need a, you don't need to be with the crowd. That's why some people, you got to understand too. Yeah, there's, there's some people who are going out and they're marching. They're in crowds of thousands. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But see, God may want to do something with you in a smaller group. Mm -hmm. Amen. He may want to effectuate change with you in a smaller setting. Right. Don't don't think that all of a sudden you got to have all these people around you in right. order to be an agent of change. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. If that's where God is leading you, then go do it. What I'm saying is 
is not necessarily what you should you should be doing. Right. Amen. God could be looking to effectuate change with, with you and your wife, or you and your husband, or you and your sister, or you and your brother, mm-hmm. you and your neighbor. It could just be the two of you. Amen. Right. God can say by many or by few. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't need to be a part of this whole big. You may not need to be part of a a, a big undertaking. It could be just you and God. It could just be you and a select few. Jesus had a lot of followers, but he had 12 disciples. Right. 12 apostles, amen. And so Gideon then goes on and gets the victory. So listen, we need to look at this and, 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 and take from this that one, it's time for us to step forward and seize the moment. Amen. Because we're living in a time that is history making. Mm-hmm. And God is calling some history makers to the forefront to do something. We're talking about Gideon now, thousands and thousands of years later. Yeah. A guy who was scared, a guy who was hiding, a guy who was from a weak family, a guy who was the weakest of the weakest family, a guy who was an excuse maker, mm-hmm. a guy who needed, you know, confirmation and signs. Give me this sign, because that you know we know with the with the bread and the pot and the meat that wasn't the only sign. He also put out the fleece. Gideon, right? So Gideon has some issues, but Gideon still went forward. And so we have some issues, but we can still go forward. Amen. But one of the things we have to resolve to do is we have to seize the moment. Right? Amen. And as people of faith, that means we do it now. Not tomorrow. Amen. Not next month. Not next year. We do it now. Amen. And so continue to stay in prayer. Amen. And, and and to see what it is that the Lord has you to do at this hour. And as he re- reveals that to you, then you step forward in faith with all your issues, just like Gideon had all his issues, with all your issues, that doesn't disqualify you to be used in a mighty way by God to affect this time that we're living in right now. Amen. Because again, this is a time where people of faith have an opportunity to alter history. Amen. Amen. And if we're doing that led by the Spirit of God, how many of you know we will alter history for the better? Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your holy yes, name and Father. we thank you, oh God. We thank you, Lord. Glory to God for the call of God that is on our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us to such a time as this and you are looking for men and women who are willing to stand in the gap to be gap fillers, to fill voids, oh God, yes, that we can affect the change that needs to be affected at this time in our churches, in our communities, in our homes, in our schools, everywhere, Lord, where change needs to be made. God, we believe that right now you are calling your people to the forefront. Yes, let us Father, answer and heed you, your call. Yes. And Father God, let us go forward in faith knowing, God, that your hand is not waxed short. That, Father, if you said it, you do it. If you spoke it, you will bring it to pass. And so, Father God, we know that if we have you leading us and guiding us, oh God, just as you were with Gideon, that, God, that we will be filled with supernatural ability and power and an anointing from heaven to go forward and do the work of our God. And so, Father, we just thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for the privilege. We thank you for the blessed call that is upon our lives. And Father, we give you praise as you continue to call us out of darkness into your marvelous light, showing us and revealing unto us 
that which you desire us to do, Father, we shall go forward in faith. And Father God, bring glory to your name. And so, Father, we thank you for it. We bless you for it. And we give you praise now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, we're gonna do it. Amen. Um, this is a this is some perilous times, but it's not nothing's too hard for God. Amen. Amen. And as we go forward in faith, I'm believing. Amen. That there're gonna be so many people who're gonna find their stride. Glory to God. You know, you kind of been walking, you've been running a little bit, you're stumbling a little bit, you've been unsure of yourself a little bit. You're gonna find your stride. Amen. You're gonna find your purpose, um, but you're gonna have to seize the moment in order to do that. And when Amen. you do, you're gonna know. Now this is what I was born to do, Amen. and that's a beautiful place to be. Amen. Amen. So continue to be encouraged. Pray for us. We're praying for you, and uh, we pray that God continues to smile down.